Hello and welcome to Cycling Talk podcast with me, Georgia Mahoney. This special episode is all about the first round of the HSBC National Cross Country Series held at Woody's Bike Park in Cornwall. Today I'm going to be talking to the event organiser, Mark Hudson. I know Mark and I've been lucky enough to ride at Woody's with him. So we thought it would be a good idea to chat to Mark and find out more about the event that is being held on the 5th and 6th of June. Thank you for joining me today, Mark. Hi, Georgia. So obviously, Mark, I've known you for a few years now from racing in the Southwest. Can you tell my listeners a bit about who you are and how you got involved in cycling? Yeah, so I, I, well, I've always ridden bikes since I was a kid um, and always fancied racing but never did always other things got in the way but and always ridden mountain bikes and then I'd got a new bike and it wasn't very good it's only about 250 pounds but then they advertised some races here by fully sussed I don't know if you did any of the soggy bottoms and things I thought I'll oh, just give it a go and just turned up with this cheap bike I think I even had a bell on it and just just gave it a go probably came last but loved it and then obviously got hooked started spending more money on bikes <laughs> and then started doing cyclocross as well um and then they stopped doing their the fully sussed races so us as a team when we were Kono riders started started running races and getting the southwest series sort of up and running so when I, I got involved in running or putting on races and then obviously that's grown and mm-hmm. now now doing a nationals and we we were initially we're looking for venues but fortunately John at Woody's got in touch with us and said oh I've got this venue and he'd been racing cross country and we'd known him from from that so he said I've got this bike park I was going to initially build it as a as a cross country course but then got carried away with diggers and building big jumps but I'd like to put on some races so you know let's get together and try and put something on. And what inspired you to run a national event? Um, wanting to see more and more people together mm. racing and, and almost we, we'd done the, we'd done the Southwest ones and, and it had gone well. And we thought, oh, we, you know, we might have something here with this venue is something about it. Lots of people that did it were buzzing after it. And so we thought, oh, let's, let's, you know, let's take it to the next level and see, see what we can do with it. So I asked followers of the podcast to send in their questions. And our first one is from Holman Gilbert, and she's from Talk Performance. She said, I love biking uphill. So basically would like to know how much climbing there is per lap and if the hills are short and steep or long and draggy. Well, I'm glad she likes climbing because there is, there's per lap, and as you know, because you've ridden it, there's an elevation gain of 670 feet. So that's just under 200 meters. So that's per lap. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it feels like a lot of climbing. <laughs> um, there's two main climbs. Um, first one is long. So it's a long climb, but it's not really draggy because it's, it's quite steep and you've got to keep the power on as it's going up the blue flow trail. And it also undulates. So as, it, as you're going up, you do drop down a little bit. So you've got to play with gears a little bit. And it's, it's almost quite a technical climb. 
and and there are a couple of places where it really does get steep and, and you're really sort of making sure you don't spin out and lose your traction um then there's another sort of short punchy climb and then the other main climb is is long and draggy um and it it does sort of wind its way from the very bottom of the bike park and it's got a mix of another blue trail some grass sections and then the uplift road um and that uplift road is is sort of a hard packed gravel road um and, and we almost wanted to take that out because we thought oh no we've got to go around the grass and wind our way up there but actually when we tried that we found that that gravel path is quite good because one of the main points to get a drink and just actually the, you quite mm-hmm. welcome the hard packed gravel rather than sort of climbing up a field so mm-hmm. so we kept that in <laughs> so yeah a lot of climbing <laughs> I do think most cross-country riders do like climbing that's one of the reasons we you know some of us do cross countries because we like climbing we're a bit funny that way this weekend woodies is hosting a southwest regional event what will the main changes of the course be between the regional and national event um we're gonna try and make them as close as possible um the the starts will be different so for the regional race your start and finish will be different um, and that's partly because I want to try and do a big wide start um, to spread everyone out COVID wise so they'll be spread across um, and just keep that the distancing um, so then we'll send you up some of the uplift road and then you'll turn in to what will be the main arena but whereas for the nationals your the start and finish will be in the same place and that will be in the, the main arena which is up the top um, so that's a big field so we'll keep you in there. That's that difference. And then there's just a couple of technical sections that we might do something different with, but we're we're gonna finalize that with Commissaire on Wednesday. Um, so it's just whether we use a rock, a sort of rock steps, or whether there's a, a sort of rock slope to the side of it, and it's which one of those we keep in. And and then John, the owner, has also got another rock garden that he may put in for the nationals uh, but means after there's another sharp climb as well so it's adding more climb so we're let's say we're discussing that bit <laughs> and there's a little beeline that we're working on as well around one of the one of the steps so that'd be different I think in the nationals but apart from that pretty similar we wanted to keep it similar because we wanted to do it as a test event to know what works what didn't and what, yeah. what we might need to tweak so based on that and based on feedback we might tweak a few things um, and yeah just to make sure it's written in and flowing and and they're ready. And you mentioned COVID-19 it's been a big part of our lives for over a year now how will it affect the event in terms of spectators gridding and tech zones? Um, so I'm waiting for confirmation on tech zones because um, we hoped to have a double pit area so that you could enter it after each climb or not after each but you'd enter it twice and that would be after the big climbs so that that was we were quite pleased we got that in but we don't know if we can have tech zones um or tech feed zones so but as we're getting into june we might be able to so we're waiting for confirmation on that um it's the good thing about woodies is it's a wide open space um, so that does mean 
that spectator wise you're not going to be sort of stuck in the woods all close together at that section we, we could spread people out um so it's got to be managed and we, yeah again we're sort of waiting for confirmation on how we manage that and if we can have many um and also you know there's elements of parking things like that that yeah. where we have to be really careful that we don't get people grouped together so so it's quite a lot to the whole thing of covid is just really sort of adds a whole new layer of complexity to it which is a shame um and and also sort of cafe areas things like that toilet areas all that has got to be managed and um, one of the things that we decided not to do is have that many exhibitors and manufacturers and things because that that is an area where people congregate um so so that that would be very very scaled down and very basic you know if there's anything and we found that most sort of suppliers aren't really interested to do that this year so you know, they just don't really want to come they want to leave it and see how things turn out and that's that's another challenge with you know getting sponsors and people to sort of help us with it um and then yeah there's also you, they started doing under 12s race just as a sort of thing to um encourage and a, a co-ride session around the nationals and that that has to be completely away from from the main event from the main arena so with how we've got buddies set up that's that's another challenge for us so because mm. we use as much space as we can for the race we're not quite sure where we're going to put that so <laughs> trying to work that one out still <laughs> one th- again with with because of the restrictions one of the things we might not be doing is you normally have a fun race and that's around the nationals but they, they're not letting that's normally within the program during the days and they've said we can't do that just to sort of spread things out and just stop the number of people there but you could do something in one of the evenings but that you know that means me getting my volunteers and marshals to stay for an, an evening when I'm already trying to get them to stay for two days and set up so I'm, just, I'm probably just going to leave that out. Well, it sounds like you've got some hard work to get done <laughs> yeah yeah well we got hopefully if we do the under 12s then that'll be run with um a coach called rick jameson who'll probably be quite well known to, to some of the younger riders um and he, he's been right he run a lot of the development sessions and things and the pathway um so he'll run that but i i'm talking to him what we'd really like to do is in the week before is run some clinics and race clinics with him to get to get to do with the local on the younger riders get you on that as well (laughs) what facilities are there at buddy's bike park at the moment there's a sort of cafe cafe and toilets um so yeah you can get coffees pasties of course and cake (laughs) um so we are looking at, at some other caterers in for the for the weekend and that we'd like to have a little area down the bottom where there's the, the rock gardens and some of the technical sections where there's a cafe so that or, or, or just maybe a pop-up so people can get a coffee if they're down that way looking so but we, we you know i haven't risk assessed that bit <laughs> andy naylor of fossa racing asks can you take us through the course what the sections are and how they flow together what kind of rider will it suit okay uh yeah so you'll the start loop will be around the main arena 
Uh, so that'd be in the field. There's going to be camping in that arena. Um, so, and it'll be trackside camping. Um, so you start around there and then it goes into a, um, a short section of berms and tabletop jumps. Uh, then, then along a sort of bit of flat double track and that's where one of the first sort of pit entries may be. Uh, then you'll finish with a sharp right-hand turn and a short, sharp bank to get you up and back into the sort of side of the main arena. And then you'll weave around some of the big jumps. There's a black jump line, but we'll weave you around those. Uh, then you'll turn down, and that's sort of the beginning of the long descent. Um, and it's quite it's a good fun section, that one. It's sort of got berms, jumps. Um, there's a rollable drop-off. And it gradually gets steeper as you get down and you go over the bridge, uh, which is one of the features that we got in there. Uh, and that gets you right sort of down to the bottom of the park. And then there's the climb up the, uh, the blue flow trail that I mentioned. So that, that gets you back up the top, uh, turn back down a red trail. And that goes for a short while. And it's got a couple of large berms and a big tabletop jump. And then there's the short punchy climb. And then after that climbing, you literally turn back down a black run and uh, that over a rock garden, uh, a couple of granite steps and then under the bridge. And then there's another rock garden and some flowy trail. And then you climb all the way back up to the top to the main arena. So there's you know, a lot of climbing. So I think it, it would suit a climber. Um, mm. But, you know, you've got you to still be able to ride the technical stuff. <laughs> So you mentioned trackside camping and a lot of people will be traveling a long way to get to the event. Is there a lot of accommodation and places to park motorhomes nearby? Uh, yeah, so that there's a campsite practically opposite. Um, so if people wanted more facilities that and there's quite a few campsites um, around the area. Um, there's quite a lot of Airbnb and, and hotels. Um, it is half term weekend so i'd say get get on and book put your put your accommodation as soon as possible and you know with not being able to go abroad and things it's you know it's, it's almost very popular at the moment so definitely get on and book but we, we will have um yeah we'll have the camping as i said and and be able to have tent or um motorhome one thing i would say is it does get very windy up there so just to be aware of that <laughs> um yeah i i think yeah, if you want to camp, then uh, it's best to get in touch with us and just let us know. That's more for us sort of managing numbers, really, just so we know who's coming, what they're going to come with, and we can sort out of facilities for that. And my email is on the British Cycling website, so you can just get in touch with me. Cool. So it seems like you're open for lots of people to stay nearby. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're going to have to just because yeah, it's the way the accommodation's going. We need they'll be there. So we won't know until a few days before the event what the weather will be like, but how could that affect the course and riding conditions? So if it's been really, really dry like it has now, then it's really fast at the moment. It's sensory fast. It's it's almost, yeah, you, you, we could almost do with a bit of rain on it now just to bed it in, um, which I think we're getting this week before the regionals. And that would just bed all that sort of loose earth in and just make it a bit more grippier if it rains then it will get slippy on the climbs and that that makes them quite tricky to climb 
Um, so that gets interesting. Because of the way it's built, it doesn't really get that puddly. It all drains away quite well. There's just a couple of spots that perhaps get a little bit greasy, but it doesn't it doesn't really get laggy with mud. Although a whole weekend of racing might start making that and churning that up. <laughs> and also the wind wise, it's it gets windy up the top of the course, but that because because of it's almost in a bowl, then you don't have the wind so much at the bottom. So if people do have a choice of tyres, which would you recommend? Uh, I'd For me, because I run Schwab, I, I found the, the sort, of, sort of racing Ralph at the back and a racing Ray at the front. So they're a sort of mid, mid grip. I've not gone anything less on there and I probably wouldn't. I think you want, you want that bit of grip. Lee Hayward or Bayer Factory Racing asks... How much difference is there between organising a national level mountain bike race compared to a regional? Is the support you receive different from BC? It feels like a lot more work, um, partly because it's the first time. And we obviously we did try and do it last year. But actually, British Cycling have been really, really good. And, and especially so when we started to try and do it last year, they invited all the organisers of the national series up for a meeting in Manchester and we all sat around the table for a day and just discussed how it would all be so that all races would not be the same but ran in the same way and and for me as a as a first time national organizer I found that really really useful and we got to speak to some some of the different departments so you know the insurance and people like that and and went through some of your risk assessments so they were they were really really helpful and so I found that really good. So yeah, the support's been been really good. And we oh yeah, we also had they sent down the main two commissaires uh, a couple of years ago, and we walked the course with them or what we planned to have as a course. So that's Calvin and Alistair, and they're coming to the to do the the race for us as well. And that was really handy because all those areas where we we'd been discussing or arguing between John and myself how it should be. They they would sort of gave us tips and ways of doing it. So it, it, that was really really useful. We learned a lot from you know just going around for a couple of hours with them was was brilliant. How do you feel about Woody's being the first national event of the year? Um, excited because I think everyone's chomping at the bit to to race and and to race the national. Um, so I think you know we'll get. We'll get a good turnout and, and I think that's really exciting. Um, slightly nervous because it is our first national there. Um, so we can't sort of see how things are panning out this year and because of COVID restrictions and things. So it yeah, it puts that puts a little bit of pressure on, but hopefully we'll deal with that. <laughs> but yeah, no, generally excited. <laughs> So the next question is from Eilish Gilbert, also from Talk Performance. And she says, I would like to know how technical it will be and what sort of technical features we should expect. Yeah, it's pretty technical um, It because it's, it's quite, because it's in the bowl, it's quite steep. Um, but a lot of it looks more intimidating than it is, I'd say. So that's, you know, you're, your pre-ride and even a pre-walk is really important to just look around those sections and look at them and just look at those lines. So there's, 
there's two main rock gardens. Um, one we call the black and one we call the red. Um, the, the black one is steep, um, but, but the rocks used on it are sort of big granite or local granite rocks and slabs. Um, so they're, for anyone that's raced some of the National Series before, I'd say they're more Hadley-like than they are Canuck Chase. And they're much more forgiving than Canuck, you know, because they're big and not sharp. Um, so actually, once you roll them and you, you ride them, it's 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 fine. It just because it's steep, it looks quite daunting, but it's 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 good. Um, the second one, Rock Garden, is more mellower, and there are there are a few lines through this. Um, probably the top line is easier, but you've got to get yourself some speed to go up and over it and get the power on. Um, and then there's there's a few few drop offs, but they're all rollable really. Um, but that does mean you're scrubbing off speed. Um, and then there's the granite steps. And those you definitely need to commit to. You can't you can't roll those because it will scrape your your chain ring. So yeah, those those that we'll need to look at and and try a few times. Um, and then there's a you know there's a few sharp descents that again probably look worse than they are. Um, and you know, and everything's sort of man-made there, really. So it's all quite well placed and set up. Mm. So yeah, it looks big, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I found when I went there, it was pretty daunting. But then I think it is easier to do once you've done it before, and then and then you sort of think, oh, why was I worried about that? But it's just it looks scary at first. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, when can the riders practice the course? Um, so that'll be on the on the Saturday and on the Sunday. Um, we're just getting the timetable sorted because they, they, they've moved things around from normal. So the vets and grand vets will be on the Saturday. So we're just getting the practice times sorted. But I'd say, you know, get early, get there early and, and look, have a good look around. Our next question is from Scotty Chalmers of Magseed Racing. And he said, so you have the country's best heading to your race. Are there any riders in particular that you're excited to see on the course? And if you could pick any top XC rider to come, who would it be? Well, I think we've got some really, really good riders in the UK now. I think we're actually on the beginning of something really, really exciting in the UK for cross-country racing. So... I couldn't pick one, but I would say because there's probably three or four and I'd, I'd love to see Evie Richards, Isla Short and Tom Pickott race there. If I could get those three there, I'd be very, very happy. And I almost keep refreshing the page to see if they have entered. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say and like Tom Pickott won yesterday at the Swiss Cup and he won by three minutes. So He's flying at the moment, and just, it's going to be interesting to see what him and Evie Richards and Ida Short do next weekend in the world. So, you know, if you asked me two years ago, I would have sort of said the usual Nino Scherter, Yolanda Neff riders. But now we've got a good list of UK riders, which is amazing. And then there's the younger ones, there's Cameron Orr and, of course, Harry Birchall, you know, our local rider. If we could get them racing there, then it yeah, just have a great lineup. And even some of the riders that already entered be really good to see. And some of the old guys, you know, Nick Craig, Paul Oldham, it'd be great to see them ride it. 
So Chris AP from St. Piran asks, which part of the course is likely to prove most decisive in the race and why? Hmm. Well, there's, there's a saying across country racing that it's, it's won on the climbs and lost on the descents. And I think this course could really reflect that actually. Um, you know, you've got long climbs and then technical features which you hit straight after a, a long climb. So you're almost sort of in the red and not quite recovered until you've got to go down something. So, but, but you've really got to give those climbs your full power. You just got, you can't, you can't ride them at, at 80%. There's no let up. So I, I think it will be one on that. I think it'd be that blue climb. I think the first blue climb will be the one that is the decider. Because you've still got to keep your traction, got to yeah. keep climbing up it. <laughs> and Chris also asks, which part of the course is your favourite? It's probably that Black Rock Garden. Partly because when I first went there and saw it, I thought you can't have that in a cross-country race. And now I'm riding it and I know you can do it and it's absolutely fine. It's sort of, you get a real buzz when you do it. So I really like that. But and some of the flowy sections are really good. You just you're just grinning as you're doing them. So that top blue section is good fun. And finally, how can people find out more and enter the event? So it's all up on British Cycling, and I think they're sharing stuff on Facebook as well. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can put any videos up of sections. They haven't really done that before, but um, we'll see if we can we can do that just to sort of show people what's on offer. Um, and there's the British Cycling, I think it's the British Cycling Cross Country um, Facebook page. It's there. And then, yeah, and then it's all, it's all the info on, on British Cycling. And we'll be updating about camping and information like that. The more, more once we get it, we'll get it straight up there. And when do the entries close? Yeah, so entries are normally a week before. Um, it's selling out really quick. Um, we've got we're already you know only been released we've already got over 140 entered so it's it's going to be it's going to fill up fast so i'd get your entries in now and your accommodation booked yeah well it's going to be a busy one then <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and that's really exciting like it'd be great to see that many people racing around thank you for joining me mark and thank you everybody for your questions no, thank you. They were really good questions. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone and looking forward to seeing you race it next weekend, Georgia. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> Make sure to take a look on the British Cycling website to find out more and get yourself entered. And I hope to see you there on the 5th and 6th of June. See you on the bike.